Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 12, Ride the Waves. Hello, hello. We just got back from Lake Powell. You can probably hear the sinus infection I brought home as a souvenir. All that swimming and diving, that's what it came from. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite things about our week together with my entire family during this now almost 20-year tradition is swimming with my grandbabies. I could literally spend all day in the water with them. We have so much fun. One of the few things I'll brag about myself is that I'm a pretty dang good swimmer. Both of my parents were lifeguards during their lives and were also pretty good swimmers themselves, so I was swimming as soon as I could speak in sentences. I secretly think I may have been a mermaid in another life. Not really, but kind of. (laughs) Anyway, I've taken it upon myself to teach my grandbabies to love the water during our Lake Powell adventures. From the time that they were itty-bitty, we were playing games, we were bouncing, bouncing, bouncing in the water and chasing sticks, playing motorboat, and the sleeping game. FYI, that's called floating when it's on the water. This year, we had unusually high winds most of the week, which is a tad rough for those little ones who wanted to get out of the heat and into the water. Even when they were somewhat confident in trusting their life jackets, those waves just aren't very fun when they're constantly slapping you in the face. So this year, we worked on riding the waves with Avery, Ruby, and Walker. I'm sure everyone on the boat got sick of hearing Nana's encouraging, but maybe annoying voice saying, Ride the waves! Whee! Just ride the waves! (laughs) I wanted to teach them that when you turn your back into the waves and just kind of relax into them, it made for a pretty fun ride. You get a ride up the wave and back down the wave, like a roller coaster. When you trust your floaty and lean back into it, the rise of the water actually lifts you and carries you forward. It isn't splashing in your face. On the other hand, when the waves come and take you off guard and slap you right in the face, you choke and then you panic and then the water is no fun at all. It wasn't until I was visiting with my darling daughter by marriage, Abby, three days after we got back, that this little Lake Powell water game with the little ones translates perfectly into life. Is it easy to ride the waves of life? That would be a big old negatory. Do they splash us in the face, blur our vision and make us panic sometimes? I'm guessing I'm not the only one who would answer with a gigantic yes. Abby was telling me that it can be so frustrating sometimes to make life decisions and work toward those goals only to have to course correct and make new decisions based on new circumstances. You can look back and see how each direction taught you specific lessons, but sometimes it feels like you have no choice except to roll with them, even when they are splashing you smack dab in the face over and over again. Those big waves, maybe from other boats or high winds, things that we can't control, those waves just seem like they don't ever relent sometimes, right? They're also, though, the waves that if we can learn to lean into them, relax, and trust our flotation devices, they will actually move us in the direction of our goals. They'll move us forward. Is that possible? And Could it be possible to find even a bit of joy amidst the waves and enjoy the ride? This made me think of the story of the brother of Jared in the Book of Mormon. We know the story of the Jaredites, right? And how the Lord promised to lead them to a choice land and make them a great nation. In verse 6 of chapter 6, it says, And it came to pass that they were many times buried in the depths of the sea because of the mountain waves which broke upon them, and also the great and terrible tempests which were caused by the fierceness of the wind. 
Have you had times in your life when you felt buried in the depths of the sea because of the mountainous waves and the great and terrible tempests which were caused by the fierceness of the winds, of change perhaps? I think we all have. So what are our flotation devices then? What are the things we can trust to hold us above the undercurrent, the things that will keep us afloat? What can we learn to lean into instead of fighting against? And how can we increase our ability to ride the waves? I want to submit to you that our flotation devices in this life could be as simple as just a handful of things. Our Father in Heaven's loving care and our ability to speak to Him in prayer. Our Savior Jesus Christ's mercy and grace. Our faith, hope, and optimism. Obedience to the principles and ordinances of the gospel of Jesus Christ and our families. How many times have we heard that prayer is a lifeline? I can think of several times, like Peter, that I've cried out in prayer for help when I felt like I've been sinking. Guess what? Our Father in Heaven is always there. Speak to Him, and not only when you need Him, and trust His love and His plan for you. In Ether 6-7, we read, Therefore, when they were encompassed about by many waters, they did cry unto the Lord, and He did bring them forth again upon the tops of the waters. Our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ, has extended the promise that His endless mercy and grace are available to all who will turn to Him in faith, repent of their sins, and take His name upon them. Trust that the enabling power of His infinite atonement can make us stronger than we are, and that it can save us. And trust that sometimes it's the very things that are hard that can take us toward our goals. In Ether 6.5, we read, quote, And it came to pass that the Lord God caused that there should be a furious wind blow upon the face of the waters towards the promised land, end quote. Exercise faith, hope, and optimism, even if it's as small as a mustard seed. Choose to be positive and believe what President Kimball said, everything will work out, and then keep believing, hoping, exercising faith, and keep going with an eye single to God's glory. That should keep things in perspective. In Ether 6.10, we read, quote, and they did have light continually, end quote. Now we know that the scripture is referring to the 16 stones that God touched and lit with his finger, the stones that would light the barges during their travels. But can we be a light to others continually, even when we're facing our own challenges and the ups and downs of life? And does the light of Christ make us more buoyant to float to the surface again and again and again? I believe it does. There is power in obedience to the principles and ordinances of the gospel. There is power when we keep the commandments, and there is a certain power that only comes when we choose to choose the right. Have you ever noticed how when we really need the strength to overcome, to keep our heads above the rising waves and withstand the fierceness of the wind, or maybe even just to simply keep coming up for that air, that if we have been obedient, we seem to have the additional strength and capability we need when we need it. I've certainly noticed that in my own life. And by now, I'm sure you've realized that I believe strongly that we're with the families we are for a reason. I believe that they're in our lives to bless, strengthen, or teach us in a way that maybe nobody else could. So when the waves are crashing in around us and making it hard to be tight like unto a dish and stay strong against those waves, don't be afraid to ask your families for help. Learn what you can from their examples and their faith and let them love you through those storms of life. 
as I read and reread this story we're all so familiar with. And by the way, I encourage you to read it in Ether chapters 1 through 6 and study the messages hidden in those scriptures. It brought to my attention the fact that when we feel like we're drowning, we can find answers by examining and practicing some additional verses from this story. For example, first we learn that Jared, his brother, and their families were in those barges foraging through the wind and waves for 344 days. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it says that the winds never ceased to blow. Yikes. But I find it interesting that it says in chapter 6, verse 9, that they did sing praises unto the Lord. They did thank and praise the Lord all the day long. And even when the night came, they didn't cease praising the Lord. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Do we do that when we feel the churning of the howling winds and the tumultuous waves smacking against us, driving us to who knows where? That was certainly something I need to remember. And finally, in Ether chapters 2, verses 24 and 26, they really spoke to me as I read, quote, And behold, I prepare you against these things, for ye cannot cross this great deep, save I prepare you against the waves of the sea, and the winds which have gone forth, and the floods which shall come. Therefore, what will ye that I should prepare for ye, that ye may have light when ye are swallowed up in the depths of the sea? End quote. I can almost hear my God saying to me what he said to the brother of Jared, What will ye that I shall do? Have you asked God what you should do? And then listened to his voice and begun moving forward in faith, expecting to see his hand unfold and light the way? In verse 12, the brother of Jared and his family landed on the shores of the promised land. And guess what? We will land too. When we relax and lean into the rise and fall of each wave, they can push us toward our own promised lands. When we stop fighting and sputtering and panicking and start trusting our flotation devices, we will stay afloat and land. Then, like our sweet Abby said, we will one day be able to look back and see how each direction, each detour, and each challenge taught us specific lessons. And I like to believe that we'll be so grateful for the ride. I think that's an important thing to remember. So the next time you're playing in the ocean, vacationing at Lake Powell, or being tossed about by the waves of life, I hope you can hear my encouraging voice in your head. Ride the waves, my friends. Ride the waves. (laughs) 